We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. Uh, Today we're going to be doing something a little fun. Uh, Stop. (laughs) Jesus (laughs) Yeah, you can't even talk with this kid in the room. His shoulders anymore. go up too. And Not just, for nothing. Yay, yay has become, as Nick would say, super over mm. with the fans. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm with it. That's my worst. Yay, yay to all you guys out Yo, there. Schoolboy Q started that. Yay, yay. Yay, yay, yay. Yay, yay. Today we're going to be doing a. We're going to be redrafting the 2004 NFL draft. 2004, man, that was 14. Go draft, years. bro. Long ass draft. Long ass. Yeah, I was 11 years old, man. So basically, <laughs> what, what I do to go back? What we're doing with this episode is, you know, the draft obviously happened the way it did, and there were some people in later rounds that ended up panning out way better than people who were picked in higher positions. So we're gonna redraft it uh, as if we're, you know, knowing what we know now. Two, yeah, knowing what we know now. And one of my are, least favorite things to do is when we come on and give grades for drafts like the day after because and honestly when everyone does that i think it's lame because you, you can't tell yeah we don't know it's, what's it's going fun on. though it's like giving you gotta you gotta like give giving, something we're just gonna be like ah oh, the draft we'll talk about that 10 years from now it's like giving a fantasy yeah he says that now but as soon as he drafts his team dog 12 wins oh yeah okay. before week one's no, even I'm not, played i'm not talking about fantasy i'm talking about yeah but it's the, the same, same concept same, same concept. concept you know yeah let it play out same thing no it's it's nowhere near the same it's thing the, oh. it's the same. no no hold on hold on it's because the it's the exact it's the same <laughs> all right, this is this is where all three of you are going to be wrong because when i draft a fantasy team i've seen these players play okay whereas these rookies but you don't know are, how they're going to perform never seen yo, saquon play yo these rookies coming in to the league you can't be like yo that's a hell of a pick you've never seen them play you've in seen the pros them play in college though it's You're, not the same. I you, saw. I see my fantasy team play, but that's what against, you see. I think is going to translate. And here's where to here's where NFL. Nick's going to be wrong. He said he was going twelve and one, eight days ago probably. He's oh wrong. yeah, he's already got twelve and one. Right, yo, I'm telling you guys right now. When I go twelve and one, don't be su- surprised. 
Not doesn't, doesn't even know what pick. Talk, it. Talking about your fantasy team and talking about an actual NFL or it's NBA not, draft. Though. It's not. It's. It's. Yeah. It it's is not, the same. It's not. No. It's because you're measuring value. Like, did you get this guy at a good value compared to where his draft price is? And that's what you're measuring in a fantasy draft as well. Man, it's the same shit. I'm going to have to right. agree. I'll. Uh, that's fine. I respectfully disagree. <laughs> we can move on. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, we're going to be redrafting this. How do you guys want to do this? Is everyone going to do one through ten? We're going to do the first ten picks. One through ten. Here. Mention who actually went there. Right. So is everyone going to have uh, a one a one, or are we going to do like in an order or no? <laughs> we probably should have thought this out. No, yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's each give a, a top one. ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I right, made cool. a top ten of my own. Uh, by the way, these episodes that we're doing, you know, during the football season, we're going to be having our recap and preview episodes and then on the patreon we're going to be dropping episodes like this that are more fun and loose and like you know creative Sign ideas up that we have. now while you can fun and loose fun and loose what exactly. a combo <laughs> um so yeah the, we're, those are going to be available on the patreon so if you are uh you know pledging to us then uh and supporting the show then you will get those um but they will only be available to them um so that's patreon.com slash veterans minimum anyway let's get started with the draft let's do it uh, the first team that was on the clock in 2004 around this time was the San Diego Char- Chargers. Chargers, and they took Eli Manning, who ended up getting traded to the Giants, obviously. Mm-hmm. So does anyone else have not have Eli going to San Diego? I have someone else. I have someone else as well. I have uh, Ben Roethlisberger. Ooh. I okay. Mean, ben Roethlisberger going 11th overall in this draft, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I think he's the best player in this draft especially when we factor in what we know now. The guy has been to multiple Super Bowls, has won multiple Super Bowls, has been a franchise cornerstone for the Steelers since that time. Uh, The team completely falls apart when he's not in the lineup, everything that he brings to the table as well. And think about it, yo. You draft a guy number one if he's won you two Super Bowls and he's been spearheading your team offensively for over a decade like it's a yeah i mean the Steelers are always competitive and it's because you have you know you have him so, so i have guy. easy ego and still number one hold on hold on let me look, real quick let me just cut that because i have ben roethlisberger as well i just want to rail off some stats 65 percent completion percentage in his career 70 percent winning percentage so like you said wow. the steelers win games yeah they win seven out of every one of their 10 games over fifty thousand yards passing 329 tds in his career 94 qb rating in his career 16 rushing tds 5,000 yards in the playoffs, 30 TDs in the playoffs, two Super Bowl wins. Uh, you can't get much better than that. Word. So Easy E also has two Super Bowl wins, has been to multiple Super Skull. Bowls. Always out there every game. You know, their ability is a big thing, exactly. man. Exactly. Iron Man. Never in the never has had any much bad press about him. Big Ben has been through the ringer with bad press. Yeah. Yo, Easy E is my guy. You never have to worry Sweet about goal. him. He's on their center every <laughs> week, not in the headlines. Not on the back pages. He's just doing good things. Two Super Bowls. I want him at the helm. I'm taking him number one in this draft, though. Wow. Interesting. That's fire. The only reason why I didn't take Eli Manning over Big Ben is because Big Ben has just been way more consistent in the regular season, which leads to more playoff appearances. I think that if you look at Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning side by side, Eli Manning doesn't have any superior anythings. I took everything into account, brother. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ben Roethlisberger is a tad superior in every single category. Except for when it matters most. What do you mean? He won two Super Bowls. The first Super Bowl he, he won. He lost one Super Bowl. You know who he lose one? Easy E, baby. Because he, he you know who didn't have three. an opportunity to get to lose one? <laughs> Easy E. Because he hasn't been there. He's been to three. 
His first one was in his second year ever. It's tie. It's against tie, the Seahawks. Against the Seahawks. It's a tie game. It's a tie game. All right. It's two two. Just saying. <laughs> uh, second pick, the Raiders took Robert Gallery, <laughs> who ended up actually being a not bad guard in his career. Got drafted though as a tackle, as a cornerstone that was tackle. A head case though. Really struggled to tackle. Ended up moving inside the guard and having a solid. Decent career. No idea who that is. Definitely not. Yad <laughs> it up. He had long hair. No, like every offensive lineman does. He was a big deal. He was. They were thinking about. They were saying it's a big dude. Like he's an offensive lineman, Tim. For, no, me, for me, here the pick should be Eli Manning. Same. I, I, I got, got Eli Phillip Manning Rivers. Yo, Philip Rivers is only like a few nakating made field goals away from being in a Super Bowl himself. <laughs> just I'm just saying. He's pushing Ben Roethlisberger. You know who's? You know who's fourth? I think on the all-time games played in a row list after. You know, he missed a few games early. Phillip Rivers, he's out there every week, too. Nate Kidding, who was also drafted in this draft. Yeah. Nate Kidding was later in the in the, yeah. in the draft. So, but yo, against the Jets, he missed a, a one, I think, one or two. <sighs> Doug Bryan hit a, hit a game winner. And then in 2009, Nate Kidding missed a couple that game, and, and the Jets wound up winning. Yo, Phillip Rivers, I think, game. is. Yo, would you say he's this generation's Donovan McNabb? Uh, that's Donovan a perfect... McNabb made it to the Super Bowl, though. No, nah, no, nah, but I know they, they kind of overlap, too. Like, they were both playing at the same time as well. But, yo, like, McNabb, a Super Bowl appearance, mad conference championship games, division winner. It's like Rivers, he puts up the numbers. Yo, 11 of 13 years, 4,000 yards, 25 touchdown passes, right? Cornerstone, just like Ben and Eli, puts up the numbers. I mean, I just mentioned the numbers. And he's not the reason that the team struggles, right? No one has had more guys sent to IR since 2004 than the Chargers by, like, a significant margin. And you're talking about, like, key players left and right constantly. Bro, Nakating, Young Hoku cost him last year. I'm saying. They were 9-7 last year, bro, and they started out 0-4. I think the best comparison that you put for Phillip Rivers is Tracy McGrady in terms of athletes. Nah, but Tracy was derailed by injuries. All right, fine. But gaudy stats, but no playoff production. None. Zero. Mello? Maybe maybe Melo. Would you say Melo was? Maybe Melo. Gaudy stats, no playoff touch. But but Melo had a run to the Western Conference Finals and a run to the second round to the East. He's that, also not causing right, as much trouble Rivers, as Ben. That's why I'm Rivers went too, to though. AFC title game. That's true. Could have went to more. If On I a torn it. ACL. Suntory's ACL Sunday, surgery Tuesday, taking snaps against an undefeated team in 07. He always does have a knack, though, of throwing an interception at a bad time. Phillip Rivers. And Phillip Rivers also brings the passion. That dude was screaming his head off the whole three guy, hours. Guy Fox, too. He has like 19 kids. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Guy I mean, weird. he fucks one person. I know, but he still I mean, fucks. I mean, it's like saying I fuck. I fuck one person. Yeah, but he probably thrashes. <laughs> yeah, he, you just fuck. He's pumping out kids, bro. <laughs> so what we got? We got, you have... I got Easy e and Phil. Phil Rivers, and then you guys... We're traded for each other. Have, uh, ben Roethlisberger and then Eli. Mm-hmm. So now third, we have the Cardinals, who ended up taking Larry Fitzgerald. Great pick, by the way. Yep. Not complaining. Tremendous pick. Sure. Like, yeah. Is anyone changing it? I think we all are. I'm going Ben, just to round out the three quarterbacks. Yeah, so you I, can get a quarterback. You always I get gotta a quarterback. Go, I got to go Eli here. So you're going to call me crazy, guys. You took Eli, too. Yeah, oh, shit. No, I took Rivers. He took, he took Roethlisberger, then Rivers. Oh, I thought you said no, he you, took you Rivers. You said, said Eli. Eli. Oh, so I'll take Rivers. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I, so Eli's going the next five picks. I'm going way off the board. This is gonna be. This good. guy was undrafted. Nate Kading. No, <laughs> I'm going Jason Peters, who ended up being one of the best left tackles in the world, ever. But guess what? He was drafted as a tight end. 
Wow. He was undrafted and signed. Un- undrafted, and signed as a tight end, ended up being one of uh, a mainstay on that on the left side of that of that uh, Eagles offensive line for years and years and years. Um, Jason Peters, he I think he went a few years where he was on. I don't know how many exactly, but all pros, Super Bowls, uh, Pro Bowls, any type of recognition you can get as a lineman, he's gotten it. Uh, he's been on. He's been on that. Uh, what's what going I say? on? What do you have? He's a stroke? He, He's no, speechless. I, what's that word? I'm, what am I looking? He's anchor. That's the word I'm looking. He's uh, anchored that offensive line for years. There you go. <laughs> Couldn't find the word anchor. Sometimes I just can't I was, find I was it. Getting worried. I thought we were gonna have to call somebody. But, uh, to, but the, Wait. Yeah, so exactly. Phil Rivers is still on your board? Philip Rivers, yes, yeah, still on my board. Tim hates Philip Rivers. Bro. I don't hate him, but I just you hate him. So you have Philip Rivers going to uh, Arizona? Yeah. Who you got? Yep. I have Big Ben rounding out my three after you know getting at him a little bit. You still he's still a franchise quarterback, and I always want a quarterback if you can get one. So Big Ben rounding out the top three for me. All right, and now at four, the Giants took. I feel like this is when it gets the most interesting because now all the quarterbacks are yeah. off the board. Well, for for some people, well, Phil <laughs> Phil Rivers uh, gets drafted here, and then obviously they swapped with San Diego uh, with, with the, the Giants. Giants I mean. Yeah, uh, I'm going with Larry Fitzgerald here. He's probably the best non-quarterback of this class. And the guy's still playing. He, he just led the league in catches last year as a wide receiver. I think he's 34, 35 years old. So I'm going with Larry Fitzgerald going to the Giants. But at the time, you, always, you also got to factor this, right? At the time when some of these picks were made, right, the Giants didn't really need a wide receiver. They had just brought in Plaxico Burris. They had Monty Toomer was still there. He was being productive. So they didn't really need a wide receiver there. So that's why they didn't take him. Um, I mean, he also went beforehand. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going with Larry Fitzgerald here. That would have been nice. I'm going Jared Allen. Mm. Taken later in the draft in, like, the third round. Jared yeah. Allen was 126 overall. Yeah. yeah. Yo, he had some phenomenal years with the Chiefs and the Vikings. And, yo, that dude was a beast off the edge. He was borderline unstoppable. And the great celebration at the end to cap it off, makes the pot and let it go. <laughs> yo, you know he had saying? the greatest retirement video of all time he just got on like a horse and just like rode oh, rode off into the sunset yeah yo jared allen was a monster an all pro pros pro and yo i would take him fourth in this draft in a heartbeat he can get after the quarterback any given sunday didn't he wear 69 too he did yeah yeah <laughs> legend okay. bro he's a monster uh mine's philip rivers here at number four so I'm, I'm putting Jason Peters as ahead of Philip Rivers. I just, I just, his lack of playoff success is what makes me want to take the left tackle instead of the actual quarterback because there's a lot of quarterbacks that came out after that draft who were very good. So take one of them and have a left tackle to protect them. Um, again, Philip Rivers, I, I can't say he, he's a stat machine. Uh, he, he's been asked in his career to do so much. Ever since uh, LT left, they haven't had a really like productive back in that backfield that's been super productive uh melvin gordon is a fantasy beast but he hasn't been super productive uh michael taylor turner uh, turner michael turner had a couple of good years with but but not, nah, he not, really he was the backup he was more of a falcon yeah he, he was, was the a backup. falcon he was a falcon yeah, so he he didn't they michael didn't turner really, also this draft by the way darren mm-hmm. sproles uh also was the not guy there for not really a runner so never had a running game to talk about but always produced always has done, but it's just like the lack of playoff success makes me take him fourth instead of third. Yo, I just realized the Chargers crushed this draft. <laughs> Nate Kading, Michael Turner, Philip Rivers. Yeah. Sean Merriman. Sean Merriman. Sean Merriman was in this draft. <laughs> like, he wasn't that good, though. Yo, crazy. Um, 
All right, cool. So then we have the fifth pick. Guess who they crushed the draft with? With, with whose picks they crushed the draft with? <laughs> the Giants. Uh, that's lit. Uh, the Redskins took Sean Taylor. R.I.P. I think five, two, four, six, like seven players from the U went in the first round this year. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Am I crazy for saying that that was the right pick? No, not at all. Uh, no, I, he was nasty. If he doesn't die, I mean, he's probably he, still there. Yeah. He, um, he, yo, he was tremendous, dude. Going back to his time at the U and even like coming into Washington, the guy made noise right away. And he was a hell of a player. Uh, unfortunately for him, he died. But, uh, yeah, man, I think, I think that Washington, I would make that pick again, right? You, we have all the quarterbacks go off the board at this point. And this guy kind of, was one of a kind in the sense of how good he was in pass coverage and he could like light you up. The famous clip of him is in the Pro Bowl. Brian Mormon, the punter for the Bills, he just tattoos this shit out of him and it's like, yo, bro, no yeah. one ever tackles like that in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. But I, I think Sean Taylor, I would still take him at at, at number five. I got yeah. Jason Peters. Nice. At five? Yeah, Tim kind of rattled off all his accolades and uh like we always say here, I mean you get you get your quarterback and you protect him, so I you got a chance at an all pro who's still playing. What fifth, 14 years later, you never hear of that in an old lineman. We know we're drafting, knowing what we know now. Longevity and Jason Peters definitely has that. Even though he's coming back from injury this year and had his year shortened last year with injury, he's still out there. So I'm going Jason Peters here at five. What you got? I got Larry Fitzgerald. Um, I, and you guys talked about it already, but just giving a little more of how good this guy has been. 1,500 oh, and a half yards. Um, I'm sorry, 15,000 and a half yards in his career. 110 receiving touchdowns. Um, nev- oh, never drops the ball. This guy has some of the surest hands in the league. Uh, caught over 100 passes. One, two, three, four, five different times. Uh, caught over 90 passes. An additional one, two, three, four times. This guy, his constantly 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 producing in the playoffs uh he has 104 yards per game in the playoffs 10 10 tds in four playoff years um one year in 2008 he averaged 136 yards a game in the playoffs complete domination oh that was the that was the most dominant wide wide receiver performance i've ever seen yes he was in a playoff stretch complete domination and couldn't couldn't say more about him he's still out here like nick said led the league in catches last season when we're talking about the 2004 draft here, fellas. We're talking about the quarterbacks from this draft being old. And he's a wide receiver from this draft. Like, there's there's no one uh, that has been more consistent and more reliable than Larry Fitzgerald. On top of that, 11 Pro Bowls and a Walter Payton of the Year. I was just man saying, on the top of that, everything you want to represent your team off the field, right. too. And he's a he's a world explorer. He's, a, he's just an interesting dude overall, smart, um, quiet, and everything you would want in a franchise cornerstone. Nine thousand yard receiving, uh, receiving yard years, nine. And think about the quarterbacks he's played with. Yeah, he's played with a lot of shit. Yeah, before it's been Carson Palmer, who's who's who was good for a few years. Kurt Warner, who was good for a year or two. And a lot then of shit. A Stan, lot of shit Stan. around it. A lot of shit. It's a shit Skelton? sandwich. All that. Ooh. All that. John Skelton. John Skelton. Lindley. Fordham University's pride. Yeah. They don't even have a football team anymore. Skelton. <laughs> no, they do. Lindley, Matt Liner. Matt Liner. That's a good one. A lot of shit there. A lot of shit that he's been playing with and always constantly, constantly coming up from the pile. All right. Now the Browns are on the clock at six. They ended up going back to the U also. The U went back to back here. Uh, Kellen Winslow. Yo. I'm a fucking soldier. I'm a fucking soldier. Yo, ready for this? 
Wes Welker. Whoa. I was I was considering putting him in here as well, but I didn't. Yo, Wes Welker, let's not forget. I'm, the only reason why I might be a little hesitant is because like a lot of that was Brady and then playing with Peyton. Because this was a guy that was a bona fide punt returner with the um, Dolphins, Dolphins, got cut, goes up to New England, and completely changed the game of football. Because at the time, it was like, yo, you need to have two wide receivers, right? You need to have, actually, it was, you have to have one dominant wide receiver and then a guy that's like, okay. Now it was like, yo, you need to have a slot guy. Yeah, that was. And that's when it started being like, yo, you need to have a slot wide receiver. It's it's funny because back then it was the standard was two wide receivers, a tight end, fullback, mm-hmm. running back, maybe even two tight ends. Now the standard is two receivers, tight end, slot receiver, running back. So it's it, he, hey, he he changed the game. Hey yo, let's not let's not let's not mess around, right? He kind of opened up the door to the white wide receiver too, <laughs> having a prominent role. Yo, Edelman and Mandola came from him. Eric Decker. It's like guys. They they found that role. Brandon well Stokely was Cooper before Cup. him. Cooper Cup. They he's made that role. Brandon Stokely. I say Wayne Corbett is the one. What's that guy? Austin Collie. Austin Collie. Yeah. Damn. Bro, Collie. Wayne Corbett. Word. Put Word. Wayne Corbett. Respect. Also, was the first person to have like eleven concussions and still. I was gonna play. say the concussed king. Yeah. Yo, Steve Largent going back. Oh yeah. Way back. That guy can run some routes. He can run some routes. <laughs> Good footwork. Good footwork. Yeah, uh, I don't even have West in my top ten though. I, I I was thinking about putting him there, but I ended up he ended up not making the cut. So who do you have? I got Sean Taylor here. Uh, you guys mentioned why uh, Sean Taylor, one of the more dominant forces in the game, could have a, should probably could have had problems with the new rules because of how, he was such a hard hitter. He was such a force up that middle. Um, but if you go on YouTube, you can find videos of wide receivers pulling their hands back. Not catching the ball because they just know he's back there. Yeah, and and him and that would have been a that would have been a nice, good guy to have in that Browns secondary that maybe could have changed a couple of fortunes for the Browns if you know that would have worked out. By the way, I looked up the the quarterback who would have been throwing to Wes Walker over there, Jeff Garcia. Hilarious. Yeah, he was there for a couple <laughs> years. Um, Hold on, I'm going Big Vince. Wilford. Vince Wilford, yeah, Miami U guy, yo, that dude. He went twenty first until recently. I think two years ago was stuffing everything up the middle. Yeah, yo, he took up two guys, sometimes maybe three, and he was just dominant. I mean, I saw it for years watching the Jets play against them, and he would just cause chaos up the middle. There was no running up the middle against Vince Wilford. He was gobbling everything up. And yeah, man, he was a problem. Freed up guys on the edge to get to the quarterback just because of his presence. Yo, Vince Wilfork is fringe Hall of Famer. It was was that the and last person rings. to go in that to go in that? Sixth. Sixth? Because who who picked seventh? Uh the Lions. The Lions picked seventh. Who'd they pick originally? They took Roy Williams. Roy Williams. Okay. Yo, I had a bust. Roy, I think I had a Roy Williams. You say bust? He sucked. I don't know. He sucked compared to what he was supposed he was to all be. Right. He played on the Cowboys. Yeah. He had better years he with the Cowboys. He only had one good year with the Cowboys. He, he was, was a pro only, bowler. I all right, but you're taking him seventh overall instead of Vince Wilfork. Anyway, so <laughs> sucked. I, I got Vince here. That's why I wanted to go next. Um, he also played all over the line. Like you don't notice, but there's he was listed as a defensive end, defensive tackle, interior defensive tackle, nose tackle, right defensive tackle, left defensive tackle. That's every single p- position that you could play on the line. And he was, like you said, he took up so many guys. Like um, I get, I think it was Joe in a, an episode previously, like. One of the skills that he had was he was so giant that no one could move him, and he just stood there. 
Yeah. But that's exactly what he needed to be. And that that's what that Snacks Harrison does now. I think that's what you were mentioning it with Snacks Harrison. He was always there constant and always played. Never really missed uh, games due to injury except for that one year in 2013. We only played four games. But besides that, uh, he missed one game in his final one, two, three, four, five, six seasons outside of that one year where he missed all that time. So Vince Warfork, definitely a five-time pro bowler, one-time all-pro, two-time Super Bowl champion. Vince Warfork uh, is my pick here. I got Sean Taylor here going seven, like you guys said. You know, he was what could have been, really, but he was a force when he was in the league those couple of years. Um, R.I.P. Sean Taylor, yo. For real. Um, so, wait, did you just do six or seven? Seven. Oh, okay, so you got seven now. Jared Allen. Okay. I mean, we, we kind of, at this point, we're kind of like overlapping a lot. But, yo, like, yeah. for a defensive end to play that many years and to be that dominant and then do it on two different teams, too, I think he was a uh, a hell of a player. Talking about a guy who didn't miss many games, uh, Jared Allen was one of those guys, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, so eight. We'll go Falcons on the clock here. They took D'Angelo Hall. So I'm going to stay with that pick. I think D'Angelo Hall was really, really good for them, and he had a hell of a career. He played up until this past year, came back from an Achilles injury too. And at one point, he was in the discussion for being one of the top corners. It was like him and Champ Bailey. Go, we're going back to wow, Champ Bailey. This this time in in their careers, when they were playing, yeah, I mean, it was they were always in the discussion, and he he was very solid. You know, he used to have those wars with like. Chad Johnson, him and Chad Johnson used to mouth off on each other. And it was weird because they played a lot despite being on different conferences. It was just weird. But they always would draw back and forth. But D'Angelo Hall had a hell of a career, I think. So I think that that was the right pick for them there. I'm going Larry Fitz at eight. I just don't value the wide receiver position. I know he's had a great career, and it's weird these days to see a guy going 15 years at the wide receiver position. But... Yes, he's a Hall of Famer and all that. Like we said, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. He's a great player, nine thousand yard seasons. But for me, just the wide receiver position is something I would I wouldn't never take that high. And so as a but result, you would take he, the say you would fell. take Sean Taylor over over Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think I would rather take the wide receiver over I mean, safety due to unfortunate circumstances. His career got sh- cut short. But no, I think course, Sean I'm talking Taylor about in general have, the wide receiver over the safety position. Yeah, I think there's wide. Re- I think wide receiver also when it comes to Larry Fitzgerald is a different type of animal because he in the beginning of the year he was a deep threat. Beginning uh, of the career. Beginning of his career. Then he transitioned to kind of of a possession guy. Then he transitioned to a true number one kind of guy. Then he transitioned to a slot receiver. So even though he was a receiver, he played four different ways on the on the on that position. So even though he had, he played one position officially, he played more than one position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's just how, that's just the life of the wide receiver though. Given your like career I mean, not trajectory. Everyone, not everyone could do that. So shout out to him. My number eight pick is Jared Allen. Uh, it's I, you guys went over it. Never missed more than one game in a season. Four time all pro 136 sacks in his career. That man was a beast animal. Also forced so many fumbles. Once for six fumbles in one year. <laughs> Fucking outrageous. That's so crazy. That's awesome. Uh, all right, nine. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars. They took Reggie Williams, wide receiver from Washington. What? <laughs> Steven Jackson. I was waiting. I'm like, who's <laughs> going to say his name? He can't blew this over, guy out. Over 11,000 yards. So I was thinking about putting him for D'Angelo Hall with the Falcons, and it would have been cool because that's who he ended his career with. Well, he went to the Patriots for like half a year, but... His last couple of good years, it was with the Falcons. 
I'm going with Steven Jackson, yo. Over 11,000 yards in his career, three Pro Bowls. He was playing at the time with a Rams team that was pretty bad. It was like the bad times in St. Louis. Torrey Holt was on the back nine, probably the last hole of his career. Isaac Bruce was already out the door. So he was like the main piece that you have to worry about. So I'm going with Steven Jackson there. I like Steven Jackson. I, I'm going with a little bit of a, a upside-down thing here because the guy I'm talking about only played seven games a year in a seven-game career because he was constantly injured. That's Bob Sanders. I was just going to say, I know who this is. Now, wow. he, Bob Sanders originally went 44 overall, but he was an absolute force for that Colts defense when he actually played. Um, he was the first ever, and maybe only ever, 100 overall in Madden. They what? made him 100 overall. Really? He was 100 overall. I remember that vividly. Really? He I was 100 he was overall. Like, yeah, Bob Sanders. My Lord, that is impressive. I was like, wow. But he was not only good in pass coverage, he was a good tackler. He was kind of like a, a big hitter. Big hitter, but also great in coverage. Uh, captain of the defense for a long time. Uh, one thing that I, I love to point out is when he did play full years, that's when Indianapolis was at their best. Uh, they won a Super Bowl with him the year that he played 15 games. The year that he uh, played and they won the Super Bowl, when he wasn't in the lineup, they were like the worst run defense in football. When he was in the lineup, they were the best run defense in football. That's the type of difference maker Bob Sanders was. So if I, I'm taking the talent that would have been Bob Sanders had he played, but the fact that he only played seven games a year for seven seasons showed how injury prone he was. It was a boatload of different injuries for him. So, um, but I'm taking Bob Sanders because I'm taking the talent. It just goes to show too, like, I like that pick off the, the, off the, the board a little bit. <laughs> These seven, he played what seven years. Seven years in the league? Yeah. Seven. He played seven years in the league. It just goes to show, like, some dude who had injury trouble that much still was able to get contracts still find for seven jobs, years because yeah. he was so, like, he was that dominant Especially when he could, uh, be out there. From 2008 to 2011, he played six games, two games, one games, two games. But teams, they kept wanting to bring him back. Indianapolis. Yeah, let's and then not even a full season in those what yeah. was that, four or five? He played half four? a season in between 08 and 10 in three seasons, and the Chargers still gave him a contract. Yeah, that's wild. Dude. That's how good he was. I got D'Angelo Fall. Damn! Oh! Shout out to Chad Johnson. Yo, that was one of the best. D'Angelo Fall. He's like, I'm not taking any questions unless you call him D'Angelo Fall from now on. It's Earl's <laughs> interview's over. But, yo, D'Angelo Hall was a go for that. Like, he'd go back and forth with some of the best in the biz. And he, he held his own, man. He, he Like Nick said, he was... Dude was still trying to play. I think he's towards Achilles like two years in a row. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he was missing time. And he's and like, yo, he made, I'm going out on my terms. Washington so. made a transition and made him a safety too. Yeah. And it kind of extended his career for about two, three years. Yeah, I didn't realize how long he was in. He was in Washington for like 11 years. Yeah. I thought he was in Atlanta longer, but he was only there for three years. And he had a short stint in Oakland mm -hmm. and then Washington. But, yo, he had a he had a pretty solid career at corner. Yo, he said if, if he played Jay Cutler twice a year, because remember he had He'd those still four be playing, interceptions. Yeah. He's like, yo, I'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer already. Shout out to D'Angelo Fall. Not D'Angelo Hall. <laughs> All right. And then the 10th pick, Houston Texans took Dunta Robinson. Yo, Dunta Robinson? He's still playing. No, he's not. No way. He As of last year, he was. Yeah. I don't no, know if he's no still on the roster. Yeah. Bro, he was on the Eagles. He, no, he's not. As of last year, he played. I don't know. There's no way that's true. Yo, check that. I'm checking. Check it right now. <laughs> he, he's like, gets on the field and shit? Yeah, bro. I'm pretty sure he was their corner last year for the, the Texans. Yeah, there's no way. Didn't he? Who's the wrong? He played a long time for the Texans. Yo, I don't know. I can't even find his career stats. All right. 
Anyway, is he still playing? I don't know. I'm trying to find out. No, right, you hell no. Oh, 2013. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, who's the Rob? Oh, Patrick Robinson. I'm, damn, I just had a Tim moment. Yo, Dunto yeah. Robinson was solid. With it. He was Atlanta. Right? He was good. Yeah, yeah. Texas. Anyway, he was Atlanta. My, yeah. he played my a lot of years with the pick, Texans. My tenth pick. You guys should be ashamed of yourselves because you're fans of this team. Jonathan Vilma. Yeah. Mm. Yo, Vilma had a hell of a career. Good hell career. yeah. Another you guy. Right, anchoring the he middle of your defense. Fringe top ten for me. He didn't crack my top ten though. He was he was a little small for the position. That's the only problem. Nah, he was really good. But he, he was, was very for us. Very solid, Saints. London very Fletcher good. was small for the position too, and he played like fifteen years, won a Super Bowl. Um, Vilma was very solid with the Jets. His he he gained. We really missed him when he left too. Like we couldn't fill that void for a the while. The Jet fans and the people that watched him play really appreciated him it wasn't until he went on that run with the saints and then they won the super bowl that people were like yo this guy is actually a hell of a player it was like it was him and david harris like yo we might have a future and then he bounced and we're like well fuck that was a yeah. good middle linebacker combo right there it was it was but it they was were we never got to see it like peak yeah Ugh. so early i have steven jackson at my 10 rounded out for everything nick said i mean steven jackson was the the truth he's my first running back off the board michael turner like we all said was also in this draft but yo steven jackson did it for for a while, yo. I'm doing. I'm going another off the board. I'm going. Look, I I'm thinking about Stephen Jackson here. If I'm in the war room, oh boy. But I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna get Michael Turner in the second round instead. <laughs> what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna draft Will Smith, Queen's product, oh. born on Independence Day, already two Word. great parts of Will Smith. Uh, people forget how dominant he was. Always constantly there. Um, played at least 15 games. Uh, throughout most of his career, he had a couple of of injury riddled seasons early in his career uh put together a 13 sack season in 2009 had over uh te- had over eight and a half sacks on three different occasions never had less than five and a half sacks always in the mix uh anchoring a defense that did not play well around him he was that constant uh player in that uh always was trouble for the quarterback always a good run stuffer as well uh from that end uh six three two eighty two uh will smith the Fresh Prince of New Orleans. <laughs> R.I.P. Will Smith. Is, yeah, is my, is my yeah, pick. Yeah, that's right. Queens boy. R.I.P. man. Yeah, that's right. I, 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 I completely forgot that. about that. Same. Damn. He was what? a really good player. Will Smith is my number 10 pick because I'm, I'm waiting for Michael Turner in the second round. Off the edge, Willie. Fast Willie. Fast Willie. Nah, I was Willie Parker was Fast Willie. He was a uh, wow, Willie Parker. Willie Parker, Willie Parker fast <laughs> Willie. Joe got Yo, excited just now. I used to love that dude. What was he like number ten or something? Nah, he was a running back for the. No, what? he was like thirty. He had 39, a zero. 39, thirty-nine. That's 39. what it was. That was thirty-four. Thirty-nine for the Steelers. You know, yeah. fast yeah. Willie Rashard Mendenhall. He was Rashard good. Mendenhall, you're thinking about number thirty-four. Oh yeah. my God, I took that guy fourth overall one year. Shard Mendenhall? Yeah. He had a couple of good fans. He was a fantasy piece for a couple of years. He was, yeah. He was always in that discussion of like top 10 guy. And then he got hurt and missed a year and then it was over from there. Yo, now he's on... Um, I don't think he's I think he's anymore. an executive producer for Ballers. I always see his name and when Is they he? roll credits. Yo, worst show I've ever seen in my nah, life. Nah, it's actually not bad. Yeah, I, saw, I gave up on it Yo, after season that, one. Well, that's the thing. So it took No storyline. It took a while to develop. <laughs> actually, I've talked to your brothers about this and they agree with me. It's not until like halfway through season two, you're like, oh, there's actually a, there's a plot here. There's a storyline. In the beginning, it was just like, they were kind of just figuring out the show as they were recording. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, But also, I'm a Mark, and it's the people's champ. You got to f- support the future president. 
That's yeah. why I've tuned in. The that's rock. why I tuned in too. And, and I think I that's why the show does well too. Yeah, it is. That has to be the only reason. It's got to be. It's gotta be. It so bad. <laughs> yeah. Denzel Washington's kid is a good actor though too. Yeah, he was good. He was he was the flustered receiver from, from yeah. season one. Yeah. yeah, he's still there, I think. Yeah, he, it's about him. I hope he's still there. He's like, <laughs> he's like <laughs> he is a big character in the show. Yeah, he's yeah. like the real life Jarvis Landry. Yo, I swear to God, I always thought that. Yeah. I'm like, this dude's like Jarvis. Yeah, it's like Jarvis, oh, except a little louder. Um, but yeah, that is bless him. That is our. Uh, he's really trying to sell some merch with that. You could tell. Yeah, hard not so? to like. Yo, just pick like a saying, just run with it. Every year that someone does something like that, like Chad Johnson, Chad's the child, OG, please. bro. Yeah. Kiss child, the baby. Please. Kiss the that baby. That was yeah. genuine though. Like bless him. Yo, I know. Genuine. Yeah, and yo, Steve Smith. I actually had bought this shirt when he was like, "Ice up, son." I yeah, yeah, like all that, that shit is raw emotion, like genuine shit. Like bless him is just like nah. It's like, I'm, I'm, I can't get this. behind. This. I like I like bless him. It's a good reason. It's like nah. God gave me this gift. I'm about to bless him. I can't get I fuck with it. that. Nah, nah, nah. I fuck with that. Juice. Nah, bro, nah, nah, bro. Kiss the baby. Like kiss the baby is a child. Please <laughs> kiss the baby is great. <laughs> kiss, kiss the, the baby. baby. I still say child please sometimes. I feel like I'm Chad. Kiss the baby. Bro, you know how many times I said kiss the baby when I was playing someone on Madden after that? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Kiss the baby. Everyone whatever. said that shit. You Yo. can't see yourself saying bless him? Nah. nah, nah. I can't get behind I can that. See, I can see myself saying Maybe if someone him. sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> somebody bless, bless him. <laughs> Did you guys see episode three of Hard Knocks yet? I haven't seen one, no. two, or three. So I, ha- I only watched the first episode and I haven't watched this. I since. haven't seen episode three and I gotta watch that. I gotta watch three. I watched two. Yeah. Is it out? I fucking yeah. love Hard Knocks. It's awesome. Hard Knocks is great. This year is really intriguing. The Browns it's always are an intriguing. intriguing squad. I don't know. Last year was boring as fuck. Yo, every team that's on Hard Knocks makes me believe they're going to go 16-0. Do you know what? I, I, <laughs> I, feel, good I also feel is. like last year, Hard Knocks kind of forced the Jameis Winston year? is a leader thing. Oh. I mean, he is. I don't think so. Dude, he... First of all, the, I'm going to eat some W's. That shit Remember was that? so bad. And yo, oh, man. he was just sitting there. He's like, look at this leadership. And he's just sitting there making fun of all the players and how much they suck. He's like, look at how good I am. I'm throwing the football. You suck. Bro, like, that's you, not leadership. You've clearly never seen a James Winston hype speech. Oh, man. I, I, that W shit was I saw hilarious. Enough, I saw enough yeah, of that. Like, he's a little, he's a little wacky, but he he's wacky, got yeah. some. Going to eat some W's. He's got some drive, bro. I thought the Bengals year was. It was about Andre Smith. I remember he was holding the out Jet one was good. Did you, did you guys make the playoffs that year? Yeah, no. that was ten. Uh, that was twenty ten. It was. It was a Rex. Rex yeah. was still there. Let's go, go get a goddamn snack. snack. I remember, yeah. remember that's it. one of my favorite hard knocks. They bars. hit a burger. I was at that. I was at one of the the filmings of that because they, they used to go to Hofstra every year. That was when like Jason Taylor was late to practice. He Ooh. got caught in traffic. He's like, yeah, I'm not used to this track. And uh, they hit a burger for Rex. What do you say? He's like, yo, hide me a burger somewhere. He's like, I'll just go grab it on the sideline or something. <laughs> yo, remember Sanchez was catching passes like Odell? Yeah. He's bro. like, yo, I have the best hands on the team. He's I like, do remember that. Actually. Maybe he missed his bro, fucking he calling. Catch he was catching him back, yeah, yeah. backwards. Maybe like, he missed his calling because he wasn't a fucking quarterback. He was like, yo, think about on, it. Son, I, he was good for us. Like, you're bugging out. They he, stripped him of his weapons and he look, sucked after He was good, but he wasn't the number five overall Yo, if we do a redraft of his year, he's maybe top 10 after the draft board. Bugging. Yo, he went to two title games. Then, then why wouldn't it. he be able to like play back into a, a position onto the field? First of all, the Jets like fucked him so hard. They did, but that 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 team that he you know got drafted to was in win no. now mode. The whole defense was old. The old line was old. Alan Fanica like retired after that. The defense was like I said, Bart Scott. Like that team was just meant to win now, and he was there for two years of it. And they got as far as they could get. And then after that, they stripped everyone. Kotri, Braylon Edwards, all these guys left. San Antonio Holmes was never the same. 
There's no way he's going top ten in this draft. I'd have to see it back. It, Whatever. We'll do that in a we'll different episode. We'll do it one Yo, day. catch that Patreon. That's Veterans right. minimum, sign aboard, and you will see. LaShawn McCoy, second round, 53rd pick. Steal. Pit product, same as Larry Fitz. Uh, but, yeah, that is our episode. So if you want to see more episodes like this moving forward where we just kind of just chill, have fun, like do some creative stuff, uh, definitely sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash veterans minimum. Check the tiers and you will see. Um, but, yeah, Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Tribe on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. Nick? At The Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, twitch.tv slash The Lamb Show. Check out that YouTube channel, Veterans Minimum, baby. At Individual 27 on Twitter and the gram. And uh, you guys can follow us on Instagram, Veterans underscore Minimum, and our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Veterans Minimum. And our Twitter is also Veterans Minimum. And that is all. We'll see you next time. Good game.